I just wanted to show the world that if mental health could bring somebody as big as me and as strong as me and, you know, the stereotype heavyweight champion of the world to my knees, then it could bring anybody to the knees. And I thought to myself, if I can show the world that you can come back from it and get back in shape and get back to the top, then anybody can do it. I've experienced the highest highs and the lowest lows in life. Growing up, that was my lifetime ambition to beat Vladimir Klitschko, to be heavyweight champion of the world. You know, I went over to Germany and it didn't feel like I was doing a great thing. Didn't Something had worked for my whole life and when I finally achieved it, it was like, oh well, that was a lot of rubbish. It just felt like a, an emptiness, a deep gaping hole of nothing. Darkness and grey clouds. Every day was grey. Every day I woke up after that fight, even before the fight, for a long time would be grey days. And I felt like I had nothing to look forward to. I was worthless. I, I, I just, it was just a horrible, horrible feeling that people need to understand that many, many people are in the same boat. They don't have to be very successful sports athletes to feel like this. Anybody from day to day has the same feelings. And I believe that if enough people talk about it, then it's gonna raise more and more and more awareness. And sooner or later, this crisis will have to be addressed properly. I knew something was wrong with me my whole life. Growing up as a child, I'd feel a, a loneliness even when I was with other people and I didn't know what it was. I didn't understand it. I wasn't a confident character what you see today. I was a very shy, reserved, skinny little whippet kid. And I had no confidence and I didn't know what I was going to do. I knew I was going to be everywhere champion. I knew that was never going to be moved, but I didn't know I was going to get there. Growing up, I had no confidence. I wasn't given any confidence. I was always told that I couldn't do stuff and, and I'd never do anything. I'd never achieve anything. So that made me worse, basically. Even before the fight, like a few days before the fight, I said to me dad, I said to me brothers, I said to everybody, I said, win, lose or draw this fight. I said, I'll probably never box again. Because it means nothing to me. Something I'd worked all my life for, fought so many hard fights to get. When it goes into the fight, wins the fight, like I always said I would. After the fight in the press conference, I was totally depressed. Someone asked me, he said, what are you going to do after the fight? I said, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to be deeply depressed for a long time. Because I knew it was coming. I couldn't stop it and I was on the verge of dropping off the other side. Every high, there's got to be an even high, a lower low. I believe every achievement that I do in life, there's got to be an almost certainty low or low. After the fight, I tried to, to block it out. I tried to put it in the back of my mind. I tried to carry on training and, and go on holiday with the family and all that. But eventually got the better of me. Just constantly wishing bad things on myself and one, like not wanting to live and I didn't value my family, my friends, achievements, money, fame, glory, nothing meant nothing. I said, I'm not interested. The belts mean nothing. World Championship means nothing. What does it all mean? What does being a world champion really mean? But what I was trying to say was, what does it all really mean when I'm not well on the inside? Exterior assets mean nothing if you can't control what's going on in the inside. And the thing about mental health is what's so special and different is that if a man's got a disease or, or a bad problem or he's handicapped or disabled, you can see it. 
but I can walk down the street, nobody can see in my mind, they don't know what I'm doing, I could be on the verge of suicide, and you couldn't tell, because you can't see in someone's mind. I was in a position of power. I had glory, fame, achievements, money, a family, all earthly assets that one could want. The repetitive thinking, the same stuff day in, day out, it won't go away. And the more I'm trying to think right, I want to be positive. Negative, 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 negative. And everyone I was around was getting negative too because I was putting it on them. And I just spiralled out of control, I didn't care. I didn't want to live, I'd lost the passion to live. I just didn't care anymore. I didn't care what happened. Even when, when, I, when I, my promoters made me vacate all the belts, I didn't care. This went on for 18 months, well, on me battling my own self every day, drinking, abusing my body, eating rubbish, taking drugs. Nothing mattered to me anymore. Everything that I, I cared dearly about, all my morals, everything that I stood for didn't matter anymore because I was going to die anyway and I was trying to make, I was trying to kill myself. I didn't care about dying, I didn't care about nothing, nothing mattered to me, I'm not bothered about nothing, I ain't afraid of nothing and nobody. I was in that car that day and that was the day I made up my mind that I thought about it before, it was well planned, that I was going to smash into this bridge on the motorway. And I thought to myself, right this is it, and I put my foot down to the floor and I was heading towards the bridge and I didn't get far away from it before I heard this voice say to me, don't do this, think about your kids and your family, you're going to destroy so many lives. And at this time I was in such a mode where I was about to do it, it was the time I was going to die. And as, as I pulled out last minute and I drove past it and I pulled over immediately, that was the first time I realised I couldn't, I couldn't survive like this anymore. I was, I was frightened, I was like a vulnerable child. I was afraid to death, I didn't know what to do. All I could see was my kids having no father, growing up, and, oh, your father's a letdown, he's let you all down. He's a worthless piece of rubbish. He took the easy way out. Always he brought up himself. He wasn't a good father, he wasn't a good man, he was a useless, worthless piece of rubbish. I can't tell you in words how I felt, how down I was. When you lose control of your own mind, you're in a bad place. And it's a silent killer. It's almost like carbon monoxide, poison. You can't smell it, you can't taste it, you can't feel it. So many people take their lives on a daily basis through mental health problems. And others look at them and say he was a weak person or she was a weak person. Well, not weak, you just need help. Hitting anything I owned anymore, it wasn't me anymore, I had, I had two bodies. But every time I got drunk, I'd come over and I'd say, right, I'm starting training in the morning, regain mission. I'm going to be the heavyweight champion of the world again. Turning point was, I went out Halloween, dressed as a uh, skeleton in a fancy dress party. I went out about nine o'clock and I expected to stay out all night, get smashed. I had one drink. I looked around me and I thought, I'm, I'm back normal again now, yeah? I'm back, like, thinking straight. Still drinking, but thinking sensible again. That's another thing that mental health will give you. No, zero motivation to do anything. Zero motivation to have a shave, zero to brush your teeth, even have a shower, nothing. 
I got back that night and my wife thought I was drunk. I, I come home early, she says, oh, you're home early. I said, yeah, I said, I've had enough of this life. I said, tomorrow, I said, I start to turn my life around. I said, I promise you, I said, I'm gonna do it. I got my tracksuit on in the morning and I was gonna run two mile. I got about 200 yards and stopped. And I thought, right, I can't, I can't run. I've run all my life, I've always been a very good runner. And I got 200 yards and I was totally gone. I could feel my belly moving. I'm like, it wasn't like a fat like jelly, it was like solid brick. It was, a, it was a horrible feeling. I thought, okay, I'm gonna walk the rest and I'm walking. And while I was walking, I was on my phone and I saw a little video from Deontay Wilder. And he said, ha, Tyson Fury let himself down, let his family down. He said, he's that fat, he never come back. He said, and I'm glad he's gone because I knocked him out anyway. Just rambling on nonsense. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to give it to you proper. You're my motivation now. I'm coming back to get you. And, and every day I'd go out on the canal and I'd do a little run in my sweatsuit. And every day I'd get a little bit further until I was doing four or five mile again. And at that time I was still sleeping with the light on. I couldn't sleep in the dark. Because I I, if I couldn't sit, if I can't see in the dark, I don't know what's in the room. And the first training camp back, I was still sleeping with my light on in the room. But I thought, no, I'm perfect. I'm great. And what I love to do was fight. I felt like a fish back in the ocean. You need to stimulate the mind. And I think training is a perfect way to do it. Working out exercises. Whether you can do a lot or a little, you must do something. Working out and having a routine in your life is, is, is the answer for mental health problems. But you always need somebody to speak to. And I believe talking is the key to anything. If we've got a problem, we need to talk about it. Some families are some talkable. My, my family being one of them. And if I can help others along the way too, I know I've done a good job. And I'm not gonna stop inspiring people forever because I know I've been through the worstest, worstest pain that anyone can ever feel, mentally, as well as physically. I want you to know that every day for two years was very grey and dark for me. But it will come back great again. You will have sunshine days again. Rose-coloured days, or by the sun.